Welcome to the Sacred Fame Podcast. My name is Kasha Rashval. I'm your host. I want to talk about the limitations in the universe today. <laughs> I know that's a big topic. Uh, it's something that I've been contemplating since I came across a really cool quote while I was doing research for a recent class that I was teaching. And I can't quite figure out where this quote comes from. Um, based on my research, it may be from the Torah. And then also I've found uh, articles that Jordan Peterson has written about it. And so I'm, I apologize. I don't know the actual source. But the quote basically goes like this. If God is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient, what does it lack? Now, I use the word universe instead of God. But if universe is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient, what does it lack? And the answer is limitation. Only limitation. And I found that so fascinating, especially in this um, continuing discussion that we've been having on this podcast around uh, purpose and and. What is the purpose? You know, how do we discover our purposes? Uh, how do we connect with them? How do we fulfill them? How do we know that we are fulfilling our potential as we show up every day in life? And why I love this quote so much and why it, it just got me so excited is because I've definitely struggled with uh, limitation in my life, right? I, I bet you, you have too. And not just limitation in terms of like finances or time or whatever resources, but but just the, the fragility and the limitation of being in a body, right? It, it seems like it would be so much easier to be in the non-physical. And I remember uh, it was 2015, so quite a while ago now, that um, I had this awareness and it actually came from a teaching that that Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, you know, he, he's one of my earliest mentors and I just adore him. Um, it came from him. And I can't even remember what the teaching was, but it was like, you know, there's no there's no hierarchy between spirit and the physical. It's actually on par. Spirit and physical are part of the same coin. It's just two sides of the same coin. And so there is no hierarchy. So it's not necessarily better on the non-physical grass, right on the other side of the fence, so to speak. The non-physical grass isn't necessarily greener, even though when I was in so much pain and shame and healing from depression, that's what it seemed like. And so I wanted to be non-physical uh, because that was my, uh, I guess, assumption. Obviously, having healed from those things and having had uh, different perspectives, having learned from that time and, um, you know, expanded my own awareness. Now I know that that's true. Spirit and non-physical, sorry, spirit or non-physical and the physical are simply two sides of the same energetic coin. Everything is energy. That still doesn't always make life easy, right? It doesn't. Um, but what I love about that quote is that the only thing the universe lacks is limitation, is it kind of points to the purpose of why we're all here in these bodies, in these fragile little bodies that need so much protection, that need nourishment, that need sleep, that need nurturing, right? Why are we in these? So that the universe can experience itself in a more precise, more acute way through the senses that the body provides. I don't know what it's like to be non-physical, but I, I'm imagining that you don't have the same level of access to information uh, that your senses can provide, right? And having listened to um, Abraham Hicks and, and a whole bunch of other, you know, spiritual teachers that talk about uh, what it's like to be in the non-physical, it sounds like it's a lot of bliss. And if you're in total bliss all the time, how do you know what it's like to be in non-bliss? 
And that's where the body comes in. That's where limiting yourself, you know, as the universe, limiting yourself into a single body. And I think that's really fascinating. When, when you think about it that way, does that expand your perspective of why you're alive? Um, it doesn't necessarily explain exactly what your life purposes are, right, specifically. And even if you end up playing with systems like numerology or astrology or human design or any of the profiling systems that are out there or ways of tapping into why you're here specifically, right, any of those systems will only ever give you clues. You will never get the specific information in, in terms of a paragraph or a sentence. You know, you are here because or you are here to, to pursue X, Y, Z. It doesn't happen that way. Um, and I think the reason is, the reason our, our fu the fullness of our purposes here in, in this physical life is unknowable is because we get to know it as we pursue it. We get to unlimit ourselves or delimit, I don't know what the word would be like. We, we get to grow and expand and move through and beyond the limitations that we perceive while we're alive by the showing up every day for whatever it is we think we're here to do or be, mostly be. The doing comes out of the being. And we become limitless through limitation. And it's such a big oxymoron. It's such a big, interesting way of looking at it. And it's just so fascinating that um, the all that is would limit itself into you, into me, into our families, our friends, all of humanity, the animals that exist, the rocks, the plants, but it would limit itself in order to experience what it's like to have that experience. And perhaps there's nothing more to that. Perhaps that simply is. That's the meaning of life. I don't know. I just found that so fascinating. Um, and I would love to know what you think. Have you ever heard that quote before? And have you ever contemplated it? And now having heard it, if this is your first time, does it change your perspective about why you're here? Does it give you, uh, you know, more, I guess, permission or more lightness around simply pursuing what it is you want to pursue without even knowing all the details of why you're here? Right. Because even like I, I work with the Akashic Records, I study advanced numerology and through those two systems, I'm able to get a lot of detail about, you know, the, the clients I work with, why they're here, who they're here to serve, what their life contribution is, what is the message, the main message that they are here to share by living their life? What is the, the main accountability that they are uh, that that their soul is is wanting to explore? through their life, right? We can get that level of detail, but it is still only uh, a clue. It's like a map. It's not the full territory of the purpose of that person's soul or that person's uh, human self. And so even though it would seem like knowing exactly, knowing all the details of why you're here, what you're here to do, who you're here to be would be so much easier I think that would be too limiting. I think that would be too limiting because it would infringe upon our free will of um, exploring, 
of, of being able to make choices and being able to decide who we want to be. So <laughs> big question, not a lot of answers, um, just really interesting discussion. And when I came across this quote in my research for the class that I was teaching on charting your purpose through the Akashic Records, it just added this air of not just not not necessarily mystery, but this air of we're actually on track. You know, no matter whether you know in detail who you're, you're here to be, what you're here to do, or you don't know anything at all. The fact that you are in this body means that the universe limited itself to experience life through you. And that is enough. And so if that's all you get out of this quote, if that's all you connect to by listening to this, then and then that's enough, right? You are enough because you exist. When you can embody that, watch your life change. Thanks so much for listening. Share this with anyone who you think may need to hear this message and hit subscribe. I look forward to seeing you next time.